You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the Word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to His Word in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you because we know that you are faithful. We know that you are able. And therefore, we ask one more time, come and have your way. Spirit of truth, breathe upon us. We ask that you open the eyes of our understanding. For how can we see if you do not open our eyes? How can we hear if you do not open our ears? Do a new thing in our family, in our business, and in our lives that at the end of it all, even the weak can say, now I am strong. The poor can say, now I am rich. To the glory of your name, we give you praise. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, um, we've been on a series tagged the God of new things. And it's been awesome. It's been awesome. It's been a blessing to me. So tonight I'm going to continue on that direction and then we're trusting the Holy Spirit to grant us a shift in our business, a shift in our finance, and a shift in our career. And um, I'm going to tag this ministration, Open Doors. I want you to join me to the book of Proverbs, chapter number 4. It's a familiar scripture, but we're not going to read it with the spirit of familiarity because it has the power to change lives. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. The Bible says, But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto a perfect day. The path of the just is as a shining light. Another translation would say that shineth brighter and brighter, even unto a perfect day. Now, that tells you that in the economy of God, God never designed any man's yesterday to be greater than his tomorrow. No. That the tomorrow of a man, if the tomorrow of a man is worse than his yesterday, then it's not God. According to the scripture, that the just, the part of the just is as a shining light that shineth brighter and brighter, that shineth more and more, even unto a perfect day. That tells you that our God is a God of advancement. Please follow me. Our God is a God of pro progress. Our God is a God of new things. So that the Father is glorified when we advance. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 15 and verse 8, Wherein is our Father glorified when we bear much fruit? So that tells you that when you bear fruit, God is glorified. It simply means that God is glorified in your advancement. God is glorified in your progress. So there should be no confusion as to the fact whether or not God wants you to progress. It is not the desire of God that your life become a shadow of his grace. Now, on saying that, I also want you to understand that the Bible was careful to make us to understand that the life of a Christian goes from levels to levels. That as you go to the top, you must pass through one dimension to another dimension. Please follow me. That from a dimension to another dimension, there is a barrier for access. I'll give you an example. When you look at the, the temple 
according to the Old Testament, you will discover that the temple was partitioned in three dimensions, the outer courts, the mid courts, and the holies of holies. That if a man must move from the outer court to the mid court, he must pass through a barrier for access, and that is a veil. His ability to pass through it leads him to the mid court, which is the holy place. And the same goes with the holies of holies. There is a barrier for access too. His ability to pass through that barrier for access, which is the veil, takes him to the holies of holies. So it is the desire of God that our life be placed from one dimension to another dimension. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18, it says, We all with an open face, all right, as beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into that same image from glory to glory, just as with the Spirit of God. God has designed our life to move from one dimension to another dimension. So I want to say this, that, we, that a man has come to the end of a particular dimension does not necessarily mean he will go to the next dimension if he does not understand the system for access. So what separates the old from the new things God has kept in your future is a barrier for access. You must understand how to go through the system of access. A man can be trapped in his yesterday and will never enjoy the tomorrow that God has placed for him. Why? Because he needs to understand the system for access. I read you a scripture. If you look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 16, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 9, Paul was talking to the church in Corinth, and Paul told them in verse 9, he says, For a great door, an effectual, is opened unto me, but there are many adversaries. For a great door, for a great door, look at that. Now, that tells you that in between the old and the new, there is a door. In between the yesterday and the tomorrow, there is a door. Paul calls it a door. A door is not just a wooden material or a metal material that, you know, that is placed in between two blocked fences in order to give security. No. According to spiritual understanding with respect to the scripture, a door is, a, a, I use the word, an authorized access, an authorized system of access that interface between where you are and where you ought to be. That is a door. And when you see a door and a door is open, there are proofs to know that that door is open. When the door of a business is open, you are going to experience movement in that business. The business goes forward. When the door of a finance is open, there will be financial increase. But when a door is shut, you discover that there will be stagnation. There will be frustration. And much more, there will be bitterness. Have you ever stood in front of a door that is closed? Paradventure, physical door, like your house. You come back and you discover that the door to your house is closed. And you just remember that you forgot the key somewhere. Or the person you stay with left without dropping the key. That level of frustration, that level of... And you come back very tired. The level of bitterness, the level of anger, who to push the blame to. Why? Because you know that just between you and your destination, there is a door. There are so many people in our lives today that is standing before a closed door and they don't know what to do. You see that a man comes before a door and stays there and gets old. Years after the children comes to that same door and he stagnates them. And that is why God has prepared this tagged program called the God of New Things so that every door that is shut in the life of the overcomers is going to give way in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
I want to read you a scripture because we talk about closed doors. How do we open doors? Because right here I wrote down that there are doors and doors are authorized system of access. But I want to make you understand too that apart from doors being system of access, you have other doors that are adversaries. You have other doors that are limitation. According to the scripture, you will discover that Goliath was a door that God had prepared so much new things for David, and those new things were beyond the door, Goliath. For him to assess those things God has prepared for him, he had to bring down the door. So it was the head of Goliath that gave David a wife. It was the head of Goliath that made him to become an army general. It was the head of Goliath that made David and his family to become tax-free in the land of Israel. It was the head of Goliath that brought him into the palace. According to the scripture, you discover that once the children of Israel got to the Red Sea, it was a door too. You ask, how was it a door? Look at the way the Red Sea opened and the children of Israel passed through it. The door was the Red Sea and the key to the door was the rod of Moses. So there are doors that are systematic and there are doors that are demonic. Once a door is demonic, you don't need to look for any knowledge. You need to apply the principle of spiritual dominion. The Bible says that according to the scripture, it says that he has destroyed the gates of brass and he has cut down the bars of iron. When a door is demonic, it's being brought down. We bring it down by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. I want us to understand this because when we move ahead in life, at every dimension, we get to a door and we trust the Holy Spirit to give us divine idea on how to open it. I was reading the scripture and I discovered that when the children of Israel got to Jericho, Jericho was a city that was destroyed and yet they kept moving. So what's the significance of Jericho? Jericho was not a city that was destroyed and yet they lived in it. They destroyed the city and kept on moving. It simply means that Jericho was a door. If they must achieve the inheritance God has told them to possess, they must go through the door. And that is why we need to understand that Jericho was a door. I want us to understand that the reason why God has prepared new things for us is that his name be glorified. And the moment God prepares it for us to achieve it, we always come in front of a barrier for access. And that's why I want to read you this scripture. The book of Luke chapter 11 and verse 1. The Bible says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, talking about Jesus, when he seized, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Now, Jesus Christ had a prayer life, and his prayer life was commanding results. The disciples also had a prayer life. They were not prayerless. They had a prayer life that was not commanding results. So they looked at the prayer life of Jesus Christ and knew that what gave Jesus this commanding result and what made him to experience new things, even in his missionary journey, was as a result of his prayer life. So they, made, they went to him and said, Master, 
teach us how to pray because we have seen in your life that everything you do gets results. And we know it's from your prayer life. And they asked him, Lord, teach us how to pray. And in verse 2, the Bible says, And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven, so on earth. Now, that's not my point, but let's read on. It says, Give us this day by day our daily bread. Verse 4, And forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Verse 5 is my point of focus. Look at this. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. Verse 6. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And verse 7, if you believe in the scripture, let's read this together. One to go. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. So a man stands in front of a door and cries out for help. The man within says, the favor you are looking for is within here. The bread you are looking for is within. The prosperity you are looking for is within. But I cannot rise and help you. Why? Because the door is shut. From the realm of my abundance to the realm of your need, there is something that differentiates it, and that is closed doors. So favor should have been his portion, but the door is shut. The, 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 the bread should have been his portion, but the door is shut. I want to decree over your life that by reason of this, every shut door in your business, every shut door in your career, in your finance, in your marriage, in your family, is going to give way in the name of Jesus Christ. When you stand before a door that is closed, the question is, what do we do? Look at verse 8. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity. So there is a condition. And the Bible says, because of his importunity. What does that mean? Because of his staying power. What does that mean? Because of his persistence. Because of his inability to take no for an answer. Then what happens? The Bible says, because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. May God give unto you the ability to stay strong. May God give unto you the ability not to give up. Our Papa will always teach us one truth. He said, do not die for what is going to die for you. Let me make you understand this. As long as there is persistence, that door is going to open. As long as you have an ability to see into the future, that door is going to open. It is a law. It works. And verse 9 says this. It says, And I say unto you, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. The Bible then says, But when the door is locked over Commerce Church, knock and it shall be open. Every closed door in your life will be open. Whatever new things that God has placed in your family, you will get it. No closed door will hinder you. In the mighty name of Jesus, these things, is, these things are law. God has deposited it for us. Look at what verse 10 says. It says, for everyone that asks it. Now, it's not a pastor. It's not a prayer warrior. The Bible says, for everyone that asks it, receive it. 
Two, for everyone that seeketh, findeth. Three, and for everyone that knocketh, the door will be open unto you. No door is going to stop you this season. It's not just the lockdown of the economy that is going to be lifted. I hear God saying to you that your own business will be lifted. The locked doors in your finance will be lifted. The locked doors in your career will be lifted in the name of Jesus Christ. So this moment we're going to pray. But before we pray, I am actually strongly led to do this because the same scripture makes us to understand that Jesus Christ stands at the door of our hearts and he is knocking. And if anyone hears his voice, harden not your heart. I want to just make this call as many of you that knows that you want to rededicate your life to Christ and you want to give your heart to Jesus Christ. There's nothing ashamed. There's nothing to be ashamed of. God loves you and he died for you. I want you to just say this prayer after me with all your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Today, I proclaim with my mouth that you died and you were raised from the dead. I confess that I am a sinner and I need a savior. Therefore, wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I declare that I am free from the devil, from sin, and from the world. I receive the benefits and the inheritance of God's kingdom. I am a child of God. I am washed by the blood, and I am born again. In Jesus' name, I pray. If you just said that, I want you to know that you are born again. Congratulations. You can actually call us. You can get the number on our screen. You can send a comment, and we will respond as soon as possible. I want you to know that God loves you, and you can develop your spiritual life by going to a Bible-believing church. This is one Bible-believing church you can locate. And if you don't have it around your area, I trust God to show you a Bible-believing church where you will grow by the word. Amen. All right. At this point, we are going to pray. And the Bible said in the book of Colossians chapter 4 and verse 3. Let me show you the scripture before we pray. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 3. The Bible says, With all praying for us, Paul talking, that God would open us a door. With all praying for us, one of the ways we can receive open doors is through prayers. Prayer opens door. Whether the door is demonic or systematic, Prayer opens door. And this moment, we are going to lift up our voice and ask God, every door in our business be opened. Every door in our finance be opened. We are not going to go through the year 2020 with closed doors. We must have experienced it in 2019, but in this year, the doors shall be opened. Lift up your voice and say after me, say, in the name of Jesus, I receive the power to open every closed doors in my business, in my life, in my finance, in my career. Lift up your voice over commas and pray that prayer. By the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ, we come against every closed door. We decree that the doors be opened. We decree open doors. In the name of Jesus Christ, in our finance, let there be open doors. In our business, let there be open doors. In everything we lay our hands upon, we come against closed doors. Lift up your voice and pray. Command your doors to be opened. 
command every ancient doors to be lifted. The Bible says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory shall come in. We decree that every ancient doors, every everlasting doors be lifted in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ, there is open door for you. By the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ, you are experiencing that open door in your business, in your family, in your marriage, even in the works of your hands. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we pray. Now, secondly, I want us to understand that the heavens over us is a door. The man by the name of Elijah knew the mystery of this truth and he could lock it and unlock it at any point in time. And that's why Jesus Christ, even though he was the locus of the Father, he stayed under a closed heaven for 30 years until he met a key by the name of John the Baptist. I want you to understand this truth that whenever God brings men into your life, he is not just bringing human beings, he is bringing keys. There are men that are keys. When you despise men who God has brought, you are not just despising man as human. You are despising divine helpers as key. And I pray for you that the men that God has brought into your life, may the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you will know that they are not just mere men, but keys to your business, keys to your destiny, keys to your moving forward in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible makes us to understand that John, after he committed Jesus into the river and brought him out, the heavens opened and a voice from up came up and said, he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased with. And another time the voice from heaven came again and said, this is my beloved son, hear he him. What voice is speaking for you in your business? The reason why people started seeking for the grace of Christ is simply because of the voice. That you opened a shop or you started a business does not necessarily mean that customer will come. There should be a voice saying, this is my beloved daughter, patronize her. By reason of this prayer, every business that you are into and that you will start, there will be a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son, this is my beloved daughter, patronize her. Our mama taught us about the voice in the blood. We are going to invoke the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ as we pray and say, let the voice from above speak upon my business in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us declare the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ for three whole times. One to go. The power in the blood of Jesus Christ. The power in the blood of Jesus Christ and the power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's lift up our voice and decree every heaven over my life, over my business, let it be open in the name of Jesus Christ and let the voice by reason of the blood begin to speak in my place. Let it begin to speak in my business. Let it begin to speak in everything I lay my hands upon. Every negative voice that brings customer out of my business is nullified by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. The voice in the blood is speaking in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I feel charged in my spirit, and I know that God is opening doors right now. God is opening doors. Your business will never remain the same again. Believe this word from God. It will never remain the same again. And finally, I want us to understand, because I have discovered, I have seen, that when people experience open door, pretty soon the door closes. They experience open door and the door closes. This is as a result of rising and falling. Let me put it like this. When people have open door, they rise. And when the door closes, they drop. 
when the door opens again by reason of prayer, they rise. And when the door closes again, they fall. And that's why the Bible made us to understand that when Jesus Christ was quickened and was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Ghost, one thing happened. An angel came and sat on the stone. And we are going to pray, oh God, let an angel, let an angel be released and let that angel sit on my door. May it not close anymore. By reason of this open door, your door will not close. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for you by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ. Every door that has been opened by reason of your confession will not be closed. By the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ, your business will experience open door and it will not be shut. Your life will experience open door and it will not be shut. Your academics, even your career will experience open door and it will not be shut in the name of Jesus. And if you believe that, can I hear you say a believing amen? God bless you. And we've come to the conclusion of this. I believe you have been blessed. And never forget that we are overcomers and we have overcome principalities, power, spiritual wickedness in high places and rulers of darkness of this world. We have truly overcome, not by our might, nor by our power, but by the power that is in the blood of Jesus Christ and the word of our testimony, because Jesus Christ is the Lord. God bless you. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.